0: Welcome, everyone, to another episode of To Debate, our podcast of debates. My name is Dirk. I'm your host with Sebastian, who's on the other end and quite pumped about this, uh, well, about today's motion, as far as he told me. So I think,
1: Sebastian, you like this one, right? I love this one. I'm pumped for any topic that we have because we jointly agree on what we want to debate on. Uh, and I'm particularly pumped because I've been bitten so many times by mosquitoes. So my blood has been taken out. And I think I'm, uh, like on a, on a high right now with uh, maybe 10 bites. So I think I'm like pretty pumped up for that reason. Uh, I think we just debated on legalizing doping in our, in our previous debate. So, uh, I hope you'll excuse me if I'm uh, doped with some kind of, you know, malaria or other form of infectious disease thanks to mosquitoes.
0: Ah, you cry, baby.
1: I'm not crying. I'm just saying I hope you'll excuse me if I actually, (laughs) I'm doped with some disease. I'm not. I'm just saying sorry that I'm going to win again. I'm just saying sorry. Uh, Fine, fine. I'm not going to apologize. It's okay. It's okay. We can get started. What is it? What is actually today's motion? You say I'm I'm pumped up, but we didn't even mention what it was.
0: Yeah. So today's motion is stop the buzz about programmers. They're just a commodity anyway.
1: Yes, they are. Absolutely. Yes, just, just so that it's very clear for our listeners, we have decided our sides for and against completely randomly. It was a flip of the coin, so I am for the motion, but that was a random decision. Shall I get started? You ready to listen to my first part, my little speech, Duck?
0: Okay, let's do this. Sebastian goes first and argues for the motion.
1: Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, Google Hangouts, what do they have in common duck? They all look the same pretty much. They fall into these various categories, few categories of social media websites or apps, e commerce websites for others, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. And that's the thing that I want to stress. Most websites and apps today look the same, and there's a good reason for that because they use similar blocks. And when we talk about a commodity, let's talk about the programmers. What is the definition of that commodity? It's many of the same thing. There's millions of programmers. Most of them are not specialized. Right? Whatever the OS or APIs or languages, they just have generic skills. In fact, look at this, what is happening today in today's world. Most of that IT work is being outsourced to India or for software to the Philippines. In fact, managers consider a lot of their team members are interchangeable. If you look at big consulting companies like Accenture or where I have worked in the past, you will see that a lot of these programmers seem to be interchangeable, which is the definition of a commodity. In fact, it's not incompatible to consider that you have a commodity, in this case, millions of programmers, and on the other end, you have superstars, you have thinkers, you have software engineers who are very good at understanding trade-offs, making the right decisions, understanding algorithms. In fact, if you look at the Uber app, let's say as an example, you will most certainly easily learn how to create a button on that Uber app if you were to create it from scratch. But learning how to manage a queue system between drivers and customers is an elaborate algorithm. And this is the problem. Many People think by going and attending coding schools will think they can become good programmers. Well, they will become programmers, they will become a commodity, but they will actually not become very strong software engineers. And finally, a lot of today's successful startups like WhatsApp, Waze, Pandora, only have a few dozen engineers. They have very, very few engineers and they create a huge value, which shows that maybe ultimately you will need only one programmer or just a very few making a very good use of frameworks to create a huge value, whereas millions of programmers may not create a lot of value. Next up, Dirk. Let's hear it.
0: Yes, developers are everywhere. The app you use to write your partner message, done by a developer. The website you just accessed developer made. The hangout we use for our podcast recording, well, you guess it, done by developers. And modern billion-dollar companies seem to have less and less engineers, so there is a supply-demand difference, apparently, or it looks like it, at, uh, at least. Yet still, it turns out to be a discipline that is in much higher demand than in supply. Especially the programmers that that really are able to seize uncharted territory are very rare. And that is proven over and over. 2012, for instance, Microsoft put forward a report stating that until 2020, we'll be short of one million software developers. And the situation hasn't changed since. That report has been disputed to be fair and debated. So a lot of people are making arguments to the contrary. But in fact, reality seemed to prove it right. Um, The Silicon Valley, for instance, ran out of talent a long time ago and they started importing thousands of engineers each year. So it's not that much of a a commodity, turns out, at least not in the Silicon Valley or in the United States. Um, The main reason is this. Engineer is not equal engineer. Saying that programmers are a commodity is like saying scientists are a commodity or um, professional NASCAR drivers are a commodity. It's not that simple. There is a spectrum. There are disciplines that are in high supply and others that are in high demand. This is an important distinction to make. And the high demand disciplines tend to require high levels of expertise, engineering capabilities, and a surprising level of creativity. Also, software engineering, it turns out, is surprisingly resistant against automation. Uh, Software engineers win more and more scales. Things are easier and easier to build. And yet, there are always uncharted territories they have to just start developing on and where we need them. We we shouldn't stop the buzz about programmer and they are not a commodity. And now on to Sebastian.
1: Let's hear his rebuttal. To our listeners who work in IT, let me ask you this question. Do you feel you're paid enough? Yes, I know the answer. You think you're not paid enough. And that's for a reason. And by the way, sorry to tell you the news, but over the next few decades, I am worried that most of you will see your salary decrease over time because there's less and less differentiation between programmers and there's more supply, as you're pointing out. There's more and more encouragement for people to be in IT. But I will finish my three minutes with that major risk that I see. But before that, let me show why it is actually desirable and not pejorative to consider programmers to be a commodity. It is desirable because it reduces the cost. It also reduces the difficulty by which it makes for people to learn programming. If it were so difficult, why... Would there be so many people in that field? Why are we creating languages which are very easy to get started with? Why is it that people who have never had an engineering background are actually capable of coding? And there's numerous numerous examples around me. In fact, even myself, I don't have a major in computer science, but and I'm a lousy programmer, but I can actually create a web app. I can create a mobile app. I've done tons of back end stuff which are very useful for my little use cases, but I'm a lousy programmer. So this is the point. It is a commodity because anyone can get started with it. In fact, why are you so scared of calling this a commodity? If you're scared, and this is to everyone who listens here, and I'm sorry to be very blunt, it's because you do not stand out. You do not stand out if you're scared to be called a commodity. In fact, I remember very vividly PowerPoint in 2003. It was a brand new version of PowerPoint. And I became scared back then. I thought before 2003 I was a PowerPoint expert and I thought with a brand new version of PowerPoint which looks pretty much like today's version I thought everyone would become a master in presentation creation and guess what happened nobody improved their skills because it's not just about the software it's the skills behind it let me take an analogy chocolate is chocolate a commodity Doc? I think you'll agree that it is do you think that there is different kinds there are different kinds of chocolate Yes, there are different kinds and some of them are pretty rare and some of them are better than the rest, than the mass chocolate that you can see in supermarkets. So yes, just like with programmers, it is a commodity, but that does not exclude the fact that you have very good superstars. But here's the major risk by making it seem that you're getting well paid by entering the programming field, by making it seem it is a prestigious field of work by pretending that it is not a commodity, here's the risk. And there was an article about this, I think, in the New York Times just a few weeks ago. People will actually go to coding schools. And this is why this debate matters. It's not about prestige or a theoretical debate. People will pay money to go to crappy coding schools, forgive the language, and will be in debt because they will think they will have a job at the end of that coding school. And guess what happens? Not only do they not have a job, but they actually have not learned anything worthy. So, I encourage any listener to go to Sebastian's University instead. Well, you will learn hands-on practical stuff. Thank you for listening. Now, it's Dirk's turn. What, What
0: you are doing when you talk about commodity is essentially not a real argument. First off, programmers still earn way more than other jobs earn. So if you're a programmer and you're in work today, then you make a decent living. You're definitely in the top half of the field just by being a programmer. And you said it uh, yourself, if you go for a few weeks to a coding school, every one of us, you, me, we can program. We are just not really the kind of programmer that that stands out, and if there is any buzz about that would be uh, the, the person buzz is made about, so in my initial statement, I actually said at all why programmers are not a commodity to start with; they are not cheap, they are not enough, and uh, they are pretty specialized. We have to make an effort to really see them as one common common field. Um, that alone should be enough reason to reject the motion. But let's move on to the other implicit claim in the motion that we should stop buzzing. What is buzz anyway? Talk about programmers? You and me, we are both working with software developers of all kinds. There are plenty of programmers. Yet, except for us, who is talking about them? Who is buzzing? I have a hard time to find any real buzz, even when I research for that debate. It's not really a very buzzed-over field. Occasionally, there are people that stand out and that are uh, celebrated and uh, where where you hear that we need more of them. And those are the really special people. And yes, they are programmers. They develop systems that power self-driving cars or maybe the software that runs in our healthcare systems. Sometimes they are unsung heroes. So I don't see really that this is a buzz. And in in reality, that creates a problem. Since 2004, US schools dropped the computer science-related classes by 33%. Apparently because they thought it's not that much of a a prestigious subject anymore. And then as a result, we have not enough of them. We should actually buzz more. Um, there are out of 42,000 high schools in the States, only 2,100 uh, really teaching computer science related fields. So... In the end, they, they are not a commodity and there is no buzz. And if, we, if you reject both of the sides of the argument, then we are basically against the motion and you have to vote against the motion too, dear listener.
1: Final statements. I agree with you. We don't have enough programmers to do boring jobs and maintain legacy systems. This is why they're just cogs in the machine and I'm sorry for our listeners But maybe they can relate to maybe some of their colleagues, unfortunately, are not that very good around them. And they get crazy. They pull their hair out because they're not very good in IT, system administration, software engineering, you name it. And thankfully, we don't need, on the other hand, superstars to have projects work. You need people who have replaceable skills to have most IT projects also trod along. They are cheap. And this is why um, a lot of the projects are outsourced in a major market because of that cost aspect. But the thing is, programmers are not a scare resource. Excellent programmers are a scare resource. And it's not a pejorative word to say it's a commodity. I don't want to consider it that way and this is why i think the buzz is around this aspect or this prestige which exists a little bit in the Silicon valley on the on the web aspect of things or mobile app development but it's important to call things by their name so people are not fooled they don't make mistakes in going in specific field thinking they will make a lot of money or that they will have a, a brilliant career and i would encourage people to not only become better but be the best in whatever field you're in. In fact, if you want to see an interesting film on the topic of being the best, watch Whiplash, which was released, I think, about a year ago. Excellent film. Become the best in whatever you are, not just better than someone else. Derek.
0: So, in my arguments, I made the point that I don't think they are a commodity. They are not nearly enough Uh, Yes, there are plenty of developers that maintain your systems and write web pages. Still, that's not the important systems. That's not the kind of programmer we really need. That's not what brings us forward. And what brings us forward is not... Uh, is not provided enough. Second uh, point, we don't buzz about them. We maybe should even buzz more. Comparing um, developers that write your website to developers that uh, develop software for self-driving cars is like asking Plumber Joe to plan the plumbing for a 20-story office building. That's just not the same thing. And we need skilled, creative programmers for field like ai assistance sophistic home automation and yes cybersecurity, and th- those are only a few examples so i think we got to reject that motion um there is not enough buzz and they are not a
1: commodity thank you for listening and uh, remember that you can add your comments on our social media channels, Facebook group, uh, we have Twitter, we have a Google Plus community. Don't forget to vote. Also, if you are convinced by Dirk or by myself, you can click on this thumbs up, thumbs down icon on our website, to debate.net, and we will analyze how votes have shifted. So thanks again for listening. Thank you, Dirk, for today's debate. It was, again, quite fun. Very fun, not just quite fun. And uh, <laughs> stay tuned for our next uh, debate. And thanks, Sebastian. It was awesome. So, what do you really think now? <laughs> <laughs> come on, come on. Uh, if, no, if you, no. uh, you got to ask
0: me that, then I did a good job in in arguing my case. Um, what do I really think? Uh, I think uh, really, are, we are we are we are not defining well. So we call it all programmers. I would make a difference between programmer and uh, software engineer as much as I make a difference between a a carpenter and an indoor designer. So you have you have people that are developers and software architects, and those we should make buzz about, and those are not a commodity. That's what I really think.
1: Um, not enough. sure where you are. I, I th- I think what what drove me a little bit mad was indeed people who were thinking that they could become good at this field just by maybe a few weeks or maybe a a few years of of practice and mad in the sense that I worry that people get fooled. And it's not just in IT, by the way. There's also all these uh, law schools in the US where people think they're going to have a law degree and there's actually... An oversupply of lawyers. Um, there was an, an article, I can't remember in which magazine or, or newspaper. And now, where it's going to be the same thing, and it's already happening with IT, by which many people will actually go in that field thinking they're going to be hired by Google or Facebook or Twitter or Uber, who mm-hmm. will have very nice paying jobs in the prestigious companies. And this is what I'm worried about sending the wrong incentives, the wrong goals, so that people get inflamed and passionate like impassioned and in going into this field and realizing at the other end it's actually not that glamorous it's actually not that fun or it's many years of practice to become someone who really stands out and this is why i was making this mm. cry at the end which is a very serious honest cry for people to get to be to be not only better at what they do but really become the best that should be people's motivation not just oh i'm going to be a nike programmer sorry that was a yep. very long twisted digression and I don't know how I came back (laughs) to my conclusion
0: the example that you gave uh, of the lawyers completely strikes home with me because lawyers turns out will be one of the first job categories that probably are hit by the next next information revolution we are we are seeing uh, we currently see coming so everyone when you when you think of what jobs are going to be automated away people think of cab drivers and truck drivers because of the self-driving car industry right they forget that there are expert systems right now built that replace essentially a lawyer with a database and a smart personal assistant and uh, these kind of jobs basically will, will move away and the same is true for the everyday programmer I think. You, at some point you don't need someone really manufacturing your web page. You have an online system giving you a designer and basically churning it out based on your requirements. But what you do need is you need an An engineer, an expert somewhere designing those systems, and they will be in rare supply. And I think they continue to be because the demands on them raise and raise and raise. They need to learn more and more, and it takes years for them to get there.
1: I think to uh, a related point that you're uh, to, to yours is the medical field. Maybe a few years ago, I would not have believed that doctors and surgeons or Anyone in the medical field could be replaced. But with artificial intelligence, with robots, which are already more precise when they operated by an operator, which is a surgeon, rather than the surgeon himself during the surgery, I really do think this is the general trend, and it's actually desirable. And I know commodity does sound pejorative, but I don't think it has to be. So we will need operators. We will need to have people who are able to maneuver these machines And it will still leave the room for people to actually stand out, to become true experts, to become unreplaceable.